Before we get started today, I wanted to let you know that you can still register for our free live virtual training we're hosting this Friday, January 6th, called How to Lower Insulin Resistance, Five Keys to Lower Blood Sugar, Lose Weight, and Keep It Off. In it, you'll learn the one mindset shift that helped one of our members lose 50 pounds and counting, why you're not seeing results even though you're eating healthy, ways that you're raising your blood sugar without even realizing it, the simple framework to actually change your health habits, and new information about insulin resistance your doctor probably doesn't even know. If you're watching or listening to this episode live, you can register at www.zivly.com forward slash training. That's www.zivly.com forward slash training. You can also just send me a direct message on Instagram that says training, and I'll help you get registered. My handle is at Dr. Morgan Nolte. This training is amazing. It's also going to be a great chance to learn more about our online course and coaching program, Zivli, which is currently open for enrollment, but only for a short amount of time. This training includes a live Q and a with myself and my Zivli colleague, Dr. Beth, where you can get any questions answered that you have about the program live. We hope to see you there. Now let's jump into this episode. Hi, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, founder of Zivli. As a geriatric physical therapist, I saw the heartbreaking effects of insulin resistance. At Zivli, our mission is to help you prevent and reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention through a low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. Each week on this podcast, you'll learn simple, actionable tips to lose weight, keep it off, and get healthy. If you're ready to create a body and life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, and today you're getting a sneak peek inside of our online course and coaching program, Zivli, that helps you lower insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and better health. The video that you're about to watch on YouTube or listen to on the podcast is directly from our brand new course. You're going to learn what it means to live a low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. In fact, that's exactly what Zivli means. Ziv means to live in Croatian and the LI stands for low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. In this episode, you'll hear me refer to phase two of the Zivli process. The four phases are data, strategy, mindset, and traction. So this is module two, lesson one, the Zivli strategy introduction. It's the introductory lesson of phase two, where we cover the low insulin and inflammation strategy that includes nutrition, intermittent fasting, stress, sleep management, and physical activity. I hope if you're considering joining Zivli, hearing or watching this episode helps you understand the depth of education provided inside our program. If you're tired of general and unhelpful advice from your doctor about how to lose weight or improve your health, look no further than Zivli. This introductory lesson alone has about 40 references, so we are nothing if not thorough. You do not need to read all the books, and go down all of the research rabbit holes on Google. We have already done that for you and organize the information into an easy to follow streamlined program. All right, without further ado, let's dive into this sneak peek. Welcome to phase two of the Zivli process where you'll learn about our low insulin and inflammation strategy. 
This phase gives you the what to do. It includes modules two, fuel, three, fasting, and four other lifestyle factors. In this introductory lesson, you'll learn the contributing factors for insulin resistance and how Vivly is designed to address all of the controllable ones. Three key hormones involved in body weight regulation, four processes that drive weight regain through traditional calorie-restricted diets, and the five themes throughout the literature that support long-term weight loss and better health that drive our Zivli strategy. The Zivli Fuel Framework is going to help you organize this information and simplify nutrition, and you'll learn how to use the Zivli Fuel Guide to quickly find foods that are high in various nutrients and compare foods to each other based on their nutrient density. Before we dive into the specifics, it's critical to understand why we focus on a strategy that lowers insulin and inflammation, not just reducing calories or losing weight. Insulin is a powerful predictor of health. Fasting insulin can predict type two diabetes more than a decade before fasting glucose. Insulin resistance is not always associated with obesity. You can be classified as overweight or obese on the body mass index charts and still be healthy. You can also be categorized as a normal weight and be unhealthy. Zivli is designed not only to help you lose weight, but more importantly, to gain health. The weight loss will come as you develop healthier habits. We don't necessarily believe in a weight loss or a weight maintenance phase. Sure, there may be some strategies you use during weight loss, such as more fasting to attain an energy deficit, but if you're losing, you're always in maintenance. There is little point in attaining an energy deficit in the short term if you haven't developed the lifestyle habits to maintain the weight loss long term. We want you to lose weight how you want to live the rest of your life in a way that feels good, doable, and sustainable. Then when you get to your desired weight, you just continue to live a similar lifestyle as you did to get there. Reducing insulin and inflammation while supporting healthy muscle mass is critical for better health. Many factors can raise insulin. Several are not in our control. These include genetics, ethnicity, age, and menopausal status. For example, if a mom has high blood sugar or gestational diabetes, her child is more likely to have high blood sugar and blood insulin. However, for the vast majority of people, our genes are not as important as what we do with them. Non-Hispanic whites and African-Americans have greater insulin sensitivity than Hispanic whites, South Asian, and East Asian. Increased age causes hormonal changes that increase insulin resistance. Postmenopausal women are at an increased risk for insulin resistance because estrogen has an insulin sensitizing effect. As estrogen goes down with menopause, you lose this effect. Following menopause, your adipose or fat tissue and adrenal glands then produce your estrogen, making your fat tissue more valuable real estate and harder to get rid of. Your adrenal glands are also responsible for producing stress hormones. This dual role of the adrenals highlights the importance of stress management for women in perimenopause or who are postmenopausal. If their adrenal glands are pushed to the max, producing stress hormones, less estrogen may be produced and fat tissue will become even more valuable. Some factors may or may not be in our control, including a hypoactive thyroid and certain medications. Often medications can be reduced or eliminated with a low insulin and inflammation lifestyle. 
Visceral belly fat inside the abdomen increases inflammation and oxidative stress compared to subcutaneous fat that's located between the skin and muscle. While genetics do play a role in body type, your lifestyle will impact body fat distribution, meaning if you store fat in the healthier subcutaneous stores or the unhealthy visceral stores. Some factors are in our control to lower insulin and inflammation. This is what we focus on in phase two. These include the types of foods we eat, when we eat those foods, physical activity, sleep, chronic stress, inflammation, toxins, and oxidative stress. The most important piece of your strategy is your nutrition. Poor nutrition is the biggest driver of insulin resistance. When you improve your nutrition, your stress, sleep, and motivation to move will naturally improve too. That's why we start the strategy section with fuel. Zivli is not a diet. It's a lifestyle. We advocate a mostly whole foods, nutrient dense diet. You'll learn about how to fuel your body with plenty of protein, healthy fat, and fiber while controlling starches and sugars to meet your individual needs. More importantly, we want you to learn how to do this in a way that's sustainable and really becomes a lifestyle, not a short-term diet. The majority of the evidence supports that being in an energy deficit is required for weight loss. However, conventional calorie restricted diets based solely on the number of calories, not the quality of calories lack long-term results. It's important to note that an energy deficit is not required to improve your metabolic health. You can improve your health without losing any weight at all, simply by improving the quality of the calories. Our body has several compensatory mechanisms that drive weight regain after chronic calorie restriction. First, it can lead to a decline in physical activity to conserve energy. Second, metabolism slows down immediately and indefinitely, more than what would be expected based on the weight loss alone. One study found a 10% weight loss resulted in a 10 to 15% lower expected energy requirement for weight maintenance. For example, if you were once 150 pounds, then gained 50 pounds and lost it again through diet alone, you can expect a 10 to 15% slower metabolic rate when you reach 150 pounds than what you initially had before you gained weight. In other words, you'll need approximately 10 to 15% fewer calories than what you ate before just to maintain the same weight. Research has suggested that this slower metabolism following weight loss from chronic calorie restriction can last for up to six years and perhaps indefinitely. This is why yo-yo diets crash your metabolism and often lead to gaining more weight than you lost. It's important to note that exercising while losing weight can prevent your metabolism from slowing down. The third mechanism is an increase in your hunger hormone, ghrelin. Elevated ghrelin levels have been shown to persist for a year after weight loss. For some, this may result in an increased appetite. It is possible to outsmart and outlast these hormonal mechanisms, but it takes a more specific approach than just reducing calories. Your brain, fat tissue, and gut have complex feedback loops that regulate your body weight and body fat. While there are many hormones involved in regulating body composition, three important ones are insulin, leptin, and ghrelin. Insulin is a vital hormone secreted by your pancreas. Its primary role is to maintain stable blood sugars. It does this by moving blood sugar out of your bloodstream and into our cells. Here it can be used right away, 
or stored as muscle or liver glycogen for short-term storage, or fat tissue for long-term storage. Insulin receptors in your brain regulate total body fat, body fat distribution, eating behavior, and energy metabolism. Leptin is a hormone made in your fat cells. It lets your brain know how much fat storage you have. Ghrelin is produced in the gut and signals hunger to the brain. Leptin suppresses the hunger-stimulating effects of ghrelin. A very oversimplified explanation is the food you eat stimulates a rise in insulin. A rise in insulin increases fat. A rise in fat increases leptin. Along with other satiety cues, this increase in leptin reduces ghrelin. A reduction in ghrelin reduces hunger. With less hunger, you don't eat. Not eating for a period of time lowers blood glucose. Lowered blood glucose will lower insulin. In this way, insulin, leptin, and ghrelin work together to maintain your body weight and fat. A lifestyle that promotes frequently high levels of insulin will disrupt this feedback loop between insulin, leptin, and ghrelin. Eventually, high levels of hormones will lead to resistance. Resistance means more and more of a hormone is needed to have the same effect. As your cells become more insulin resistant, more insulin is needed to keep blood sugars in a healthy range. More insulin leads to more body fat. More body fat leads to more leptin. High leptin levels over time lead to leptin resistance in the brain. Leptin resistance impairs this signal to lower ghrelin or hunger. And without that reduction in ghrelin, one will keep eating despite having more than enough energy. The increase in eating will further increase insulin and the cycle will continue. You can restore insulin and leptin sensitivity by lowering insulin levels. Several strong themes arise in the literature to lower insulin for long-term weight loss and better health. First, the quantity of macronutrients and calories is not as important as the quality. Calories from different foods will affect metabolism, metabolic health, and body composition differently. Second, reduce added sugars, refined grains, processed foods, and risky substances such as tobacco, e-cigs, and alcohol. Third, prioritize consumption of water, healthy proteins, fats, and fiber. Fourth, get adequate micronutrients and phytochemicals, ideally from whole food sources. Phytochemicals are not considered nutrients because they aren't essential for cellular function and don't provide calories. Phytochemicals comes from the Greek word phyto, meaning plant, and they are chemicals produced by plants that play a role in plant growth or defense against com competitors, pathogens, or predators. They are the compounds that give herbs, fruits, and vegetables their color and flavors. When taken as supplements, phytochemicals can also provide protection against cellular stress and damage naturally. While plants contain phytochemicals, you may want to consider more concentrated and varied sources than what you get from your regular diet, depending on your goals. We will be covering phytochemicals later in the strategy section when talking about toxins and stress. Fifth, there is no food or pill replacement for exercise, proper sleep, and good stress management. You simply cannot out supplement an unhealthy lifestyle. You cannot out diet, no exercise, and you cannot out exercise a poor diet. They all work together and provide different benefits. Foods have various combinations and amounts of macronutrients, micronutrients, and phytochemicals or other compounds found in plants. 
not all fats, proteins, or carbohydrates are created equally regarding how they impact insulin and inflammation. Think of a food as a package with different nutrients inside that will have different biological effects based on its composition and your personal biochemistry. Some nutrients are essential for life and some are non-essential. Essential nutrients must come from our diet because our body cannot make them. Non-essential nutrients are nutrients that our bodies can make from other nutrients, or we can also just get them from food. There are conflicting definitions of nutrient density. Some indicate a food must be high in nutrients, but low in calories. However, this definition excludes some of the most nutrient-dense foods like avocados, pumpkin seeds, and salmon. These are not considered low in calories, but are very nutrient-dense. Our definition of nutrient-dense foods are those that keep insulin and inflammation low and are high in essential nutrients, even if they are high in calories. Foods that are low in essential nutrients are considered nutrient poor. A great example is soda. The sugar in soda is not essential and there is no protein, fat, fiber, or micronutrients. Calling sugar empty calories is a misnomer. Sugar is not empty calories. It has been shown to increase liver fat and fat storage in general and has numerous negative metabolic and behavioral effects. There are two helpful resources for module two. The first is the Zibli Fuel Framework. You can find a download of this framework in the download section. Think of this as a flowchart to help you easily understand where different terms fit together within the broader scope of nutrition. Let's review this framework now as the big picture overview of the fuel module. The two main categories covered in the fuel module are macronutrients and micronutrients. Micro means small. These are present in smaller amounts in food. Macro means large. These are present in larger amounts of foods. Your cells need certain macro and micronutrients to function. There are two primary categories of micronutrients. These are vitamins and minerals. There are four macronutrients. These are water, protein, dietary fat, and carbohydrates. You'll learn more about each of these categories in upcoming lessons. The second resource is our Zivli Fuel Guide. You can find a link to this in the resources product and in the description below this video. We've organized this list carefully to help you quickly scan foods that are high in a certain nutrient of your focus. For example, if you're looking for foods that are high in fiber, protein, or fat, or if you're interested in foods that are high in a certain vitamin or mineral, you'll be able to quickly search and find foods within that Excel spreadsheet. Simply use the arrows at the bottom to scroll and find the category of your interest. You can look at the Our Favorite Things webpage for links to our favorite products and common food substitutions. To recap this lesson, you've learned the contributing factors for insulin resistance and how Zivli is designed to address all of the controllable ones. Three key hormones involved in body weight regulation, four processes that drive weight regain through traditional calorie-restricted diets, the five themes throughout the literature that support long-term weight loss and better health that drive our Zivli strategy, the Zivli Fuel Framework that helps you organize this information and simplify nutrition, and how to use the Zivli Fuel Guide to quickly find foods that are high in various nutrients and compare foods to each other based on their nutrient density. 
The Zivli strategies you're about to learn will keep insulin and inflammation low while supporting healthy muscle. They will give you the best chance at not only losing weight, but keeping it off and improving your health. If this resonated with you and you need help to lose weight, lower insulin resistance, and get healthy, then please do yourself a favor and join Zivli. You can go to zivli.com forward slash join or send me a direct message on Instagram that says join and I will send you to the right place. Again, my Instagram handle is at Dr. Morgan Nolte. This round of enrollment will only be open until January 10th, 2023, and we start right away on the 11th. If you're watching or listening to this episode after this round of enrollment has closed, be sure to check out the links in the description where you can join our wait list so that you're notified the next time enrollment opens. Thanks again for tuning in today, and I'll talk with you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Reshape Your Health podcast today. To learn more about Zivli, our online course and coaching program to reverse insulin resistance for long-term weight loss and disease prevention, check out our website at www.zivli.com. That's Z-I-V-L-I.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a rating and review on your listening platform and share it with a friend. I'll talk with you at the same time, same place next week. Bye for now.